Hey guys, I am Caleb Giddings. I'm Keith. And I'm Jack. Oh, you guys didn't do it in sync this week. Uh, and hey, our sponsor, I was going to say our sponsor banner, but I've already screwed it up. Anyway, banner. So guys. Sponsor banner. <laughs> All right. So uh, we were uh, we were just talking before we hit record about uh, something that is very near and dear to all of our hearts. And you could probably see it in the title of this episode, but it's called Knife People Are Weird. And <laughs> it's because knife people are well, weird. People all right. So let's, 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 let's open up with this because I, I feel like credentially, I know I get to talk. I'm a knife guy. I have a lot of knives, but I'm not knife people. So and there's a big difference between like you own a bunch of knives and you're one of those guys. <laughs> so interestingly, my wife has said much the same thing about me. I once said, I'm not really a knife guy as part of like a start of a conversation. And she looks at me and she goes, you have like 30 knives. And I'm all, yeah, but what she doesn't understand is in the firearms industry, the outdoor industry, you accumulate knives. First off, yeah. you get them for reviews and Unlike guns, knife companies almost never ask for their knives back from reviews. Uh, you get them as tchotchkes at events. But I can say there's only three or four knives that I currently own that I actually sought out and bought with my own money. The rest, I've just, I traded a guy an Xbox for a knife once. So like, that's just kind of how knives just show up. But I'm not like, Knives, knives do in fact accumulate i can't say i've ever gone out and sought out a knife so i'm probably the least knife guy of the three of us right now because i have my deployment bench made from the marine corps which is a limited edition um you they they only gave them out in service and then i've got a, a couple of nice knives that i've received as gifts and that's it yeah okay so i i have purchased a number of knives and tomahawks Ooh, over the years um i generally i i like them i'll take one see if it's gonna fit the suited purpose of one because i think knives some of them have roles i generally think you should use them um i try not to like i don't have a big box of them if i get a knife and i'm like i like this knife but i don't love it i sell it to a friend or give it as a birthday gift or something um so I, I have purchased very expensive knives. I think my most expensive knife purchase was uh, just under $600. That is a lot. The most expensive knife I know that I purchased was the Microtech that I bought myself as a present coming back from my last deployment because John Wick and I'd grown up fidgets. But like I bought that knife for two reasons. It looked cool in John Wick. And I discovered that it's a grown-up fidget spinner. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Now, to be fair, that same $600 knife is just two of the same flashlights I use. So, like, weird purchases are weird purchases. But now that we've covered that we're, we do own knives, we can talk about knives. Why are we not knife people? Because we're not prohibited persons. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just saying what we're all thinking. All right, all right. So, like, I don't. And the ball is left the park. Right if I if I meet hosts. a guy in the world, if I meet a guy and someone's like, "Hey, I need a knife," and somebody doesn't have a knife, I'm like, "Uh, I don't know if I can trust that guy." Right. 
I don't know if I can trust somebody. I don't know yet. Time will tell. If you don't have a knife on you, it's a very simple tool. has a lot of function. I don't know I can trust you if you don't have one. If you have more than two on you, I know I can't trust you. Right. So, and this is kind of the thing with like knife people. So, and, you know, just, I carry two knives usually. One of them is a knife for like opening boxes, you know, whatever, like the knifey things that you need to do in the course of a day. Right. And then the only other knife I carry is my ShivWorks clinch pick, which has one very, very specific use that I've so far never used it for. And but then you get these knife people, right? And they're the guys who like, well, they read knife websites and they're, I, I, some of this will come sure. back on gun people too and is a little self-targeted, but they're like gun people, but weirder because there's not a lot of, like you could have a gun person who loves shotguns and shoots sporting clays or, you know, shoots USPSA and loves the guns for that. and doesn't carry a gun for personal defense. I don't know if there's really the equivalent of that for knifey stuff because there aren't really knife sports. Are there knife sports? There are. There are, and they're wild. They are <laughs> wild. Okay, one, there is recreational knife fighting. It exists. It exists in a couple of different forms. The only one I lead any credence to is uh, dog brother gatherings. Okay, you don't know what if, that is. Okay, so dog brothers are really, they're, they're all right guys. Uh, they're collie stick fighter guys. Okay. And, and they do gatherings. And what happens at these gatherings, is you sign a favor, a, a forum that's like, hey, I'm participating in stick and knife fighting today. You get a training knife, collie sticks, gloves, and a fencing mask. And it's like two dudes at a time, fight club style, go. And these dudes are in it to win it. If you look up Dog Brother Gathering on YouTube, you're going to see some gnarly fights. So the closest thing that I would think of to recreational knife fighting would be people who take Craig Douglas's EWO course over and over and over again. Also yes. people that should be watched. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is also a true statement. We know some of those people. And I'm like, are you guys on a watch list yet? Or are we just... But yeah, because uh, I don't want to say his name, but his last name is a side item for fries. That guy. <laughs> I was just going to call out. I was also just going to call out Annette like publicly, like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's and that's weird. But they're not. They're again. But they're, they're not, not knife, knife people. people. They're not knife people. Knife people have like seven to eight knives on them. They're always got like the belt is festooned with blades. There's usually a really big one, small at the back. Yeah. The tracker style you, knife is real popular. Um, they also like weird knives, right? Like they like knives that have odd shapes that aren't really super practical. Like if a guy told me he was carrying a K bar for self defense for, you know, whatever, probably because he was a prohibited person. Right. But, like it, a K bar makes sense as a knife to hurt people with right it was designed literally its purpose <laughs> well it's also 35 dollars at your nearest army navy store right yeah like and you know once you're done with your stabbing of your rival biker gang you're like oh i've had enough of you into the drainage shoot you go which Goodbye. that actually brings up an interesting point all of the people that i have been aware of who have 
used knives to do violence on on other people do not carry weird knives. They yeah. carry things like uh like $35 K bars and you know affordable buck knives that lock open so they don't cut their hands. Their knives are extremely practical, pra practical and extremely disposable. Um I mean I I've I've met a few guys who have legit tomahawks in the, in the books and you know like a couple other like weird knife stuff and like i'm like what do you carry you know daily like i i stole it from a teammate like i don't know what this is like <laughs> it's um, in my pocket it's in my pocket and if i need it it'll come out of my pocket and then we'll get to the business but no knife people are covered in them uh there is a show where i live in atlanta called blade show have you guys yeah. ever been to it i have not i might have to go this year <laughs> blade show is like shot show with none of the pretense <laughs> so like all the stuff that shot shows like okay you got to be an industry professional you don't need to be that crap at blade show you don't need to be anything at blade show you show up you pay your 25 dollars. you're here and it is one of the best places to watch emergency medical things happen in real time <laughs> because even yeah, there, practice weekend. there are knives everywhere and you know like gun stuff we have four simple rules blessed be the colonel who gave them to us um and more or less everybody kind of knows them and can kind of follow them even if they're drunk the knife world has none of these rules. I've never seen someone be like, here are the rules for handling knives. So in one corner of Blade Show, you have Gen Z kids with butterfly knives spinning them, just going crazy, throwing them in the air. They're like Yu-Gi-Oh over there. They're like, they're trade. <laughs> no, I, this kid has like six butterfly knives on his belt. And he's like, all right, which one do you want to see? You want to see a heavy backspin? Pulls that one. And then over in the other corner, you got like some grizzled old dude with a bunch of old copies of Soldier of Fortune and like knives that he chipped out of stone. He's like complete, they go, they're made out of stone, so they go right through metal detectors. I'm like, ah, what the good old flints. <laughs> what? Right. Like, I don't know if that's true, but you're weirding me out. He's got like and, one of those obsidian Aztec clubs that's got the shit set yes. in all the sides. <laughs> and, and all of them have like nine million knives on them. The knife makers who get there, I knew some of these guys. I knew one dude who showed up with $10,000 of knives. He'd sold them all the night before to other knife makers. So he just sat there for the weekend drinking at his table and talking. I'm like, this is wild. This is crazy. And then you'll just see splashes of blood all over. Uh, my favorite one is there's a booth in the back. I forget the company that sharpens knives and will sharpen your knife for like 20 bucks while you wait and they turn these things into just monstrously sharp things just razor blades guy had gone to get his knife sharpened came back to get it and the guy goes okay here's your knife it's really sharp okay this thing your knife is sharp now the guy takes it opens it and is like hmm and goes to like test it by cutting the hair on the back of his paw you know, it's just the hair test thing <laughs> okay so this oh, guy was was really fat um and like as soon as he hit his hand it lobster rolled out the the attendant grabbed the hand and just locked down on it 
And the dude was like, am I cut? He goes, yeah, you're cut real bad, real bad. <laughs> Don't move, put the knife down. And the guy, like, you, we could see the blood just, like, pouring out from around this guy's hand where he's pressure holding it. And he's like, I want, can I? He's like, nope, don't look at it. Don't look at it. And, like, I could see this poor knife booth worker's brain as he's like, this is the 37th time this has happened. <laughs> like, they had a training event on this, like, just grab it, prevent it from bleeding, like, do what you can. We'll get... I, I was like, man, that's terrible. You whacked your hand open on day one of knife show. Here's the crazy thing. Day two, this guy's walking around in a brace system with his hand all bandaged up. I'm like, Seven you, came back? you came back? That's how much. <laughs> oh my God. That's it's... some dedicated knife people right there. And bro, they are they are all weird. So yeah, I, I stand by it. If you don't have a knife, I don't know <laughs> if I can trust you. If you have more than two, I also I, don't. I, I know I can't I'm not, trust you. I know I'm not going to trust you. So the genesis for this was a uh, there's an article that came out a few years ago about this girl who had been on Tinder or Bumble or one of those, and she was had dated sword people, which. And she wrote a whole article about why are sword people so weird, which went around the gun community and we're like, yeah, those people are really weird. Uh, and sword people are a whole subset of the blade boys. But like when we think of weird knife people, it's specifically that it's the guy with like seven or eight knives. One of them is always a gas station knockoff of a Hibben knife that looks like it was a prop in a Star Trek movie. <laughs> always. Like they always have Accurate. that knife. And you're like, what? What do you... And, and that one costs like $17 too. But mm. if you ever, if you're ever there and you see them buying it, they're really meticulous about it. They'll look at it. They'll look at it every angle. They'll meticulously go over every millimeter of this knife. Some of them will do the whole, you know, try and shave the hair on, the, on their arm thing, which is a bad idea. Right. Now, I don't but know not, that. not necessarily with the $17 knife that probably doesn't even have an edge on it yet. Um, less of a bad idea, still a bad idea. But these people will go over every millimeter of a $17 knife. Meanwhile, you're like, I'm, I'm gonna spend that more on DoorDash later. Like this is this is not a world. Uh, oh no, Keith turned into C3PO. Yep, Keith, Keith's a robot. Oh, he came back. He's he's alive now. Back. Also, if you have a karambit, you are knife people. Yeah, you're knife people. Like, yeah, there are dudes out there who have earned the right to tell me how the karambit is a great tool for self defense, and they did it the hard way. But there are like four of those dudes, and three of them are Doug McCarta. <laughs> he sees all three of them all at once. <laughs> the other guy, and the other guy, no one knows about because he just killed a guy with a karambit and then went about his business. Right. I yeah, he doesn't talk about it. <laughs> I have a friend with a store um, and they sell weird stuff in it. And so their employees tend to be a little weird. And I went in there to see my friend and his employee at the counter was like, can I help you, sir? I was like, posted up looking at me. And I did like the gun guy punish, you know, like Terminator scan where you're like, and I'm like, uh, 5'11 boots, uh, crappy jeans, 5'11 belt. Ooh, is that a karambit? No, that is two karambits. Either hip, forward facing, <laughs> zero gun, hands poised by karambits, unaware that there's a counter in between us. And I'm like, all right, buddy, we're going to have a good one today. <laughs> like, 
So where are the places that you are most likely to encounter a blade boy in the wild? Uh, I'll go first. You know that store in the mall that sells like really weird Asian shit and also maybe vapes? Like if it's got like a vape and a drag and a porcelain dragon statue in the front display. And a $40 katana set. Yes. Yeah. There will definitely be a blade boy in there looking at the butterfly knives in the case bookstores yes you're gonna find uh blade guys work at a lot of bookstores with a lot of like 40 to 50 plus year old women i know this is wild go to your local barnes and noble go to your local books million uh whatever whatever bookstore is left and look for a dude in his early 20s that guy is working there uh he's generally managing the manga section Ah, uh, yes. That dude, that dude's going to tell you a lot about knives and not a lot about living. <laughs> yeah. That dude also has very strong opinions about how the katana is the best sword. Right. Um, like, I, I'm yes. just trying to get some manga, my friend. Like, I just, <laughs> I, I just want to get this new My Hero Academia and then I'm going to leave. I don't want to talk about this. I'm not even trying to get to the manga section. There's like the American graphic novels. I'm like, there's a Batman limited edition over there. I'm just, can I go around? You can't, you can't wonder too far. Like you're in the science fiction section, then you're immediately in the manga section. You're like, I got to back out. Hold on. Where am I? I need to prepare before I turn. Uh, Anyone wearing a duster in this day and age. Yes. Yes. If they are not actively on a horse doing a cattle drive and they're wearing a duster, that's a knife guy. There's one other yep. exception to the duster rule. If they are actively cosplaying as Captain Reynolds from Firefly, and even then, it's not a yeah, It's going to be sketch. They might still be knife. Because yes. they're going to be like, oh, my PO said I couldn't even have the prop of the pistol. So <laughs> that, was the, that was the other place. Uh, I was, if they talk that, about the their black powder location. revolver, they are definitely a knife guy. Yeah. And the yeah. third location is felon in the gun store. Yeah. 100%. The third location is felon browsing the gun store. Not really aware that he shouldn't be there, but it's very, very obvious. Like, he doesn't want to say it out loud, but. Hovers by the knife section, looks at him, nods a lot, wanders to the guns, and then wanders back to the knives because it's safe. And if a law enforcement officer were to come in, he could be like, I'm knife shopping, sir. Prohibited. Yeah, we had yeah prohibited person in the gun store. Uh, and then there's your, you know, your very obvious blade fanatic. Uh, sidebar, do shuriken enthusiasts count as knife people? Okay, so the offset of blade guy you have your you have blade guy at the top and then you have knife guy over here you have sword guy over here and then over here in the really weird section is throwing knife guy right i i want to tell you um i was on tiktok and i came across a throwing knife combat expert i'm sorry a what oh yeah combat experts so it was one of those situations where you're like what have i what am i witnessing here and he was he had basically like rigged up a feeder system um on a thigh holster and a small of the back system and a bunch of other stuff and he throws his knives in a weird way 
that's his combat style for throwing knives and he's in a basement of course yeah just like hurling these things just whack 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 and i'm like that is a really impressive party trick that you're doing there but you're a crazy person (laughs) and like he would just and once he's thrown his 37 knives into the target he'll then turn and like start talking about how he developed the combat knife throwing system and i'm just like oh that is that is cringe right there um, that, like that that's a fun thing that you show other people for money right like i think like one of these get together watch me do fun things events yeah i think throwing knives are cool for shit. carnivals yeah like, yeah like I can throw a tomahawk because when I was a kid, I watched The Last of the Mohicans a lot, so I taught myself how to do that. Uh, I also would not we throw also my do that, tomahawk like, if nowadays. there's <laughs> axe throwing everywhere. Yeah, right. if if I was trying to kill somebody with a tomahawk, you know what I'm not gonna do? Throw it at them. <laughs> oh, it's uh, yeah. So Shuriken Guy is an offshoot of Sword Guy and uh, Throwing Knife Guy. When sword guy and shuriken guy actually come together into one person, there's another word for that. It's a fucking weeb. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's the people that when the apocalypse happens, you're going to step over a skeleton with a sword on their back that they can't get all the way out of the scabbard. Like, they died like this. Like, uh, uh, I know what you tried. I do, I do want to say that there's an offshoot of sword guy that I am. And I, I don't want people to feel like I'm I'm only attacking others. I'm not willing to attack myself. Did we prep for this? Like, did we say we were going to talk about this or were we having our pre-show meeting and we decided to talk about this? We, I wouldn't even call it a meeting. We, we just launched into this. Just, there was no prep. So I'm sitting at my desk. I've had no time to prep for this. I want you to watch this hand. That's the lightsaber guy. Um <laughs> <laughs> The moment you own more than a few of these things, you quickly are like, "Oh, I've got to, I've got to explain this." And they're not cheap. No, these aren't no. cheap. I, I was there when you bought that one. That one was not cheap. This is an expensive thing, and it's not even that cool. Um, we have more lightsabers in this house than we have guns. And I live with another dude who's pretty serious about shooting. <laughs> I don't I don't know what direction to take that in. So I will say, oh, the other place that you are guaranteed to encounter a disproportionately large number of blade boys. And I'm sorry, Jack, but it's Ren Fairs. Oh no, I, I would sell to these people. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> I I had a guy, I, I worked at Ren Fairs for a while for people that don't know. <clears throat> and he was like telling me about how much and he's just covered in these things just like cheap gas station knives uh looking like some discount version of the witcher um we have the witcher at home we have this guy um and he's like oh yeah i just i just find knives to be i prefer them over guns and i just i'd had a long day i'm sorry tired i'm like hey man have you ever been stabbed? Because I've been stabbed, and that's not cool. Okay, like you were, and you could just see this guy like what? I'm like, yeah, it's pretty awful. So I don't know where your brain is, but you need to you need to check this. 
when the other thing too is like Keith was saying this beforehand, right? And all of the the vast, vast, vast majority of knife people have never stabbed anyone, and they've never even been in been to an Ewo or you know to one of these. Cali they've never been punched to the face. Yeah, there's that. No, they have not. Never, they like, have not experienced person up close and personal violence. They've never been hit. They've never been cut in an aggressive manner. They might have cut themselves an axe. Oh, they've definitely like, cut themselves. Like, a oh yeah. Sure. <laughs> If, but once, yeah, the, you, once you reach beyond four knives, I think once you reach beyond the fourth knife, like the the odds of missing a digit go up by twenty five percent. Especially when they're as the knives get progressively less and less mission focused and more and more into pieces of performance art. Like mm -hmm. again, you know, and I don't want anybody to get too mad. This is all very lighthearted fun because you know on this call. If you added up the number of guns that all of us own, it's probably well into the triple digits. So, <laughs> like, yes. like, we, I fully understand it. We fully understand that there's a bit of self mockery here because you could very easily turn this conversation around and be like, you carry two guns at the same time. That's weird. And I'm like, it kind of is. I, I, well, I, this. I think we should talk about people with weird <laughs> everyday carries. We should next week. Ah. Oh.